Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 307. The Adventures of Tintin. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, I usually like to bank episodes yes. uh, in advance. So, this will probably hit probably after the new year. Sure, that makes uh, sense. So, Happy New Year. Ha- Happy New Year. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Uh, Happy holidays. In, in Sorry. General. Sorry. Should have been more uh, more politically correct there. Whatever. Don't want to get canceled. <laughs> it's fine. You can cancel me. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Exactly. Happy holidays. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think it's fair to say 2022 sucked for both of us. Holy shit. <laughs> That is the understatement of the century, <laughs> sir. So, so hopefully we both have a slightly better 2023. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're, we're back from our hiatus. We, we uh, won't get into too many details, but if you follow either of us on social media, <laughs> you can figure out what happened to both of us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've shared all of the details pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, look me up. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so, we're back, yeah. and uh, we don't know how to do this still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if we didn't know how to do it when we were doing it consistently every week, uh, trying to do it again after a month's break... <laughs> I'm so I mean months long, like yes. multiple months break. Yeah. Uh I don't know that it's gonna be much better than usual. Probably not. And it might be, who knows? We might be coming into it with fresh legs. True. Well Yeah. <laughs> sorry, time. sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Shit. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been since August, I think, since we last recorded. Yeah. Uh, stuff happened, but, uh, we're, we're back. Yeah. Uh. I do wanna, I wanna give a shout out to some new listeners. Okay. That I know that, that we have. Oh. Uh, mom and dad, hi. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying that. Sorry about the swears already. Uh, they're mostly from me. No, I, I have sworn multiple times uh. since we started. <laughs> And I will will swear multiple times, I'm sure, before we're done. Uh, this is why I don't tell my parents I do anything. <laughs> they asked me specifically. They asked me. It was actually, it was, it was really cute. They were like, how do you listen to podcasts? Like, how do you find that? They just got uh, newer iPhones, okay. so I've been teaching them how to do iPhone things. Uh, and and uh, one of those was uh, the podcast app. All right. So, yeah. Well, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Grunewald? Yeah, Bill and, Bill and Marilyn. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Uh, I hope this is not too awful for you. <laughs> you really don't have to listen to this. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> you're not You're not missing anything. Not a bit. Uh, that goes for all of our listeners. No, okay. <laughs> uh, I remember... 
uh, when when Jason and I were doing Greta Trash regularly, uh, my dad once asked me, he's like, so I was just looking on the internet and I, I found uh, this this thing that you do with Jason online. What is, what is that? And uh, so I kind of had to explain a what podcasts were. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, just sort of what we do. And then I realized that my dad found it on the week that we had just put up an episode uh, for a horror movie called From Beyond. Okay. Uh, which is like one of the wettest, horniest, <laughs> uh, skeeviest movies that has ever been made. Okay. <laughs> And I was like, oh, Jesus, my dad is going to listen to this. <laughs> I mean, was was the episode that you recorded also uh, very wet and horny and skeevy? Sorry, Mom and Dad. I mean, it's me and Jason, <laughs> <Yeah>. so... <laughs> I'm sure we, we went to levels. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but one movie that is not wet... Well, I guess it is kind of wet. It's pretty wet. A lot of it takes place at sea. Yeah. Uh, but but it's not horny or, or skeevy. No, uh, it is. I believe generally for children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's all ages friendly. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and our first Spielberg. Yeah, I didn't realize this was a Spielberg movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I ex- assumed that this was a uh, Robert Zemeckis joint since okay. it's that sort of sort of CG, not quite alive yeah. <laughs> animation. Um, but yeah, uh, The Adventures of Tintin. Yeah, based Ooh. on, uh, an old comic. Yes, old, old comic by, uh, Erge. I believe it's Hersh. Is it Hersh? Okay, yeah. well, fuck me. And also, uh, <laughs> is in, in France, Belgium, whatever. Yeah. Uh, pronounced Tintin. Really? Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Like Tintin 321? My favorite means of calling collect? Friends, if you need to make a collect phone call, I cannot recommend highly enough uh, Tintin321. It's the best way to call collect uh, with the cheapest rates. Uh, No hassle. uh, Money back guarantee. uh, Tintin321. Wow. (laughs) Why are these things in my brain? What what valuable information has been crowded out of my brain and replaced by ten ten three two one? That's uh, I I can't answer that. So I, <laughs> oh boy, I would never have remembered that in a million years. <laughs> That's what I bring to this party. <laughs> wow. Oh boy, I'm flabbergasted now. Yeah. Tintin. Tintin. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Steven Spielberg. Uh, although, for some reason, I thought it was co-directed uh, between him and Peter Jackson. Yeah, I saw Peter Jackson's name in the uh, producer yeah. producer credits. Maybe he was attached to direct it at some point? So, I think what it is, if I remember correctly... Um, so... Spielberg has been had been wanting to make a, a Tintin movie since like the early eighties. Okay, uh, he he gained the rights uh, to 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 make one uh, after Harris died. Okay, uh, and, and they were both fans of each other, uh, and then Harris always said that Spielberg would 
was like the only filmmaker who would be able to make a Tintin movie. Okay. Um, and then he just kept putting it off because he's always got like 39 projects in the works. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you remember a Robo Apocalypse? No. Was that a, was that a Steven Spielberg thing? Yep. What? He was going to make a movie about the robot apocalypse. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, he just kept putting it off and then I guess, uh, kept renewing the rights, uh, started or, or wanted to start filming in 2007 and had decided on doing live action. Okay. Uh, but wanted to make Snowy, the dog, uh, a digital creation. Oh no. Okay. And had contacted uh, Peter Jackson uh, to to see if Weta would be able to uh, build one. Sure, okay. Uh, and then I guess he and Peter Jackson started talking, and uh, Jackson convinced him to do it in motion capture. Okay, uh, since he had just done Lord of the Rings and King Kong. Yeah. Uh, so they actually filmed like. A sequence with Andy Serkis uh, and Peter Jackson. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, I had a way to build like a 20 minute demo reel. Uh, and then Spielberg decided then that that's the way he was going to go with it. Okay. Uh, and, and I feel like they had sort of made a deal with each other that, like, they would alternate sequels. Okay. So Spielberg gets uh, Tintin, Jackson would get the part two, and then Spielberg part three, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, and, and, and as far as I know, that is still the case. Okay. Uh, it has been 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine this movie was cheap to make. No. Uh, I, I did glance at the, the Wikipedia before we, we started. Uh, I think it cost like 175 million dollars. Okay. Uh, it made like almost 400 million. Okay. So, so it was successful. All right. Uh, but yeah, um, what the hell has Peter Jackson been doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did those great Hobbit movies. Yeah, I guess he did. <laughs> I never saw them. Yeah, I, uh, I think we watched the two of them, okay. the first two. <laughs> I don't know why. It just bailed on, didn't, on part three. Didn't like the first one, really. <laughs> don't know why we went back for the second one, but it was even worse. <laughs> and have never, never looked back. <laughs> uh, did you like Lord of the Rings? I, very much so. Okay. Yeah. I, I enjoyed those as well. I think we've talked about it before, but... Definitely not my type of movie. But yeah, I enjoyed them. Yeah, I I remember I didn't like the first one uh, the first time I saw it, and then when I watched it at home, I really got into it, and yeah, then, yeah saw the other ones and really loved those too. Uh, I think my initial reaction to the first one was that I liked it, but I hated the ending because it just because it's not an ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so so. I think that's the deal with, with both of them. Gotcha. Um, and, and yeah, as far as I know, I guess he's still planning on doing it eventually. All right, uh, that works. Uh, there's a you know podcast that I listened to, Blank Check, uh, over the last year. I listened to like all the episodes, and I forget 
you know, what movie they were talking about, but they actually had Jamie Bell on as a guest. Oh, nice. Uh, and, and they got him to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Adventures of Tintin. And he said that he's absolutely available for another sequel because no matter how old he gets, he can still do them. Yeah. Uh, of course, then he also said, you know, within limits. Right. <laughs> uh, but, but he said he, he greatly enjoyed making uh, the first one. Uh, so, so he's on board. All right. Um, so I guess let's talk about... <laughs> Can we talk about the screenplay real fast? Sure, absolutely. Um, I recognize two of the names that I recall anyway, yep. and then I don't remember the third name, but uh, Stephen Moffat uh-huh. and Edgar Wright yep. credited screenwriters on this movie. Uh, the third was Joe Cornish. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, who, who has worked with Edgar Wright previously okay. on other things, I think, and also wrote and directed Attack the Block. Oh, nice, okay. Uh, so yeah, that, that was, uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, did a little reading on that. Um, basically they, they hired Stephen Moffat to, to write the script. Um, and he initially refused, uh, or no, wait, no, they, they had hired Edgar Wright to write the script. Okay. Uh, but he was busy. Uh, so he suggested Stephen Moffat. Okay. Uh, Stephen Moffat refused, and then Spielberg just uh, started harassing him. I guess. <laughs> uh, what are you too busy yeah. with Doctor Who? He hadn't gotten Doctor Who yet. Oh, he hadn't yet at yeah. that point. Okay, uh, but but he started working on it. I guess he did like a first draft, uh, but but couldn't do any more because he got Doctor Who. Okay, and both Spielberg and Peter Jackson, being Doctor Who fans. Uh, said, please go do Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got Edgar Wright back, uh, and he brought along Joe Cornish. Okay. Uh, then Edgar Wright uh, stepped away so that he could go write and direct a little movie called Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, nice. All right. And I've heard of that one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Joe Cornish finished it up. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, the Stephen Moffat fingerprints are all over it since there's no women in this movie. <laughs> There's one woman. There's barely a woman. <laughs> There's half a woman in this movie. She is a plot device. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I imagine that part of that is uh, source material. Uh, but Probably. also, uh, update that stuff, guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, just speaking of a source material, have you ever read a Tintin book? I have read zero Tintin books. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I want to read some now. Yeah? If if the tone of this movie is indicative of what the tone of the comics is, I would love to read some. I, yeah, I'd definitely be interested. Uh, I know there's one that's, like, apparently super racist. I'm, I'm aware of that one as well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but otherwise, you know, I would be on board to, to read one. Uh, if only I had a comic book review podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I I went into this knowing absolutely nothing outside of just the vagaries of of what it is and and who it was by and what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, I can tell you what it does not look like, and that is creepy 3D people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, okay. Let's talk about the animation. Okay. Um... Are you going to do human-like, or are you going to do animated? Right. You can't do both at once. No. Pick a lane. Because, <laughs> like, you got Tintin running around with his human face. Yep. Uh, you got a couple other characters. Like, I think Saccharine has a more or less human face. Yeah. Um, and then you got uh, Thompson and Thompson and the Captain and a whole bunch of other people that just look like cartoon characters. Yep. It's real weird. It is real weird. Uh, and, and they've all got creepily human eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, which, I guess, kind of works on characters like Tintin, but absolutely does not work on, you know, like Captain Haddock or the Thompson twins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're twins. <laughs> I understood that reference, though. <laughs> are they clones? I, their names are spelled differently, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is a joke that would not have worked without a closed captioning on. Nope. Because, uh, yeah. And then they talk, they talk about it later, and you would just have no idea what they're talking about. Yep. You have to know the source material, I guess, in order to get that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 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 like, I remember this movie coming out and me just avoiding it because of how it looked. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, I don't, I don't want to watch this. It just, it looks creepy. Yeah. Um, and then my mom had spinal surgery in 2011 and was she wasn't exactly laid up, but you know, she she was not allowed to do a lot at first. Sure. Uh, and so for the first couple of weeks, uh, you know, like I would, I was helping my dad basically try to take care of her, uh, and part of that was uh, running to the video store and renting lots of movies. And I remember Adventures of Tintin being a movie that I picked uh, for us to watch, uh, and. Uh, really enjoyed it yeah uh like i mean even in this watch through like the the disparity between character styles because it's it's not even animation style yeah the way the characters look yeah uh you know it, it still threw me occasionally and it would take me out a little bit uh but you know I was mostly able to get over it fairly quickly and yeah. just really enjoy the story. The story is great. Yeah. I mean, it's basically an Indiana Jones movie. Pretty much. Which is awesome. Yep. <laughs> uh, maybe instead of uh, doing elderly Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, we just do, uh, you know, motion capture animated Indiana Jones. That'd be so cool. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> No, I assume uh, at the end of the next one that Phoebe Waller-Bridge becomes the new Indiana Jones. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Is she in it? <laughs> she is in it, oh, yeah. Okay. They, they uh, uh, I mean, this is, it's months later, but they released the first trailer for that movie today. Ah. And uh, it got me. It looks pretty fun. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> you know, uh, it's it's an unpopular opinion, but I liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it was out in theaters, yeah. so maybe I need to revisit that one. I, I saw it uh, opening weekend, um, and I was enjoying it anyway. But uh, and, but it was a packed theater, which which uh, you know, famously I, I don't handle very well. <laughs> right. Um, but like, and and there was kids nearby me. Which okay. Also, I don't handle very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> But there was a, a point where, like, Indy does something in the movie, and, like, these kids started, like, cheering and clapping. Aww. And that was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is cinema. Yeah. Uh, and sure, it has its problems, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoy that movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I. I put it. I put it this way: It is no better or worse than any of the other Indiana Jones movies. All right. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's worse than Last Crusade, but okay. Each <laughs> their own. Uh, but yeah, that's I. I. I got real Indiana Jones vibes from this, especially. I think. I mean, it's directed by Spielberg, yeah. score by John Williams. Right. So you know, it's it just felt very, uh, just like an old old school adventure movie yeah, which it, was awesome it takes place in sort of a nebulous like 1930s yeah 40s, you know era yeah uh never really fully say what era it's set in. yeah i'm assuming you know they just didn't change it from the comics i would assume that as well yeah um but like yeah like during the the uh scene in the the Moroccan desert and then the, the, the city that they, they go to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just had real hardcore indie vibes. Uh, yeah. That. Like, especially like the chase scene. And the chase scene was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, I like when I'm watching something that's a long take and there comes a point where I realize that it's a long take and then I'm just sort of like, how are they doing this? How long is this going to last? And I know it's an animated movie, so right. like long takes are less impressive because they're just animating stuff. Right. But it's still super cool. I mean, you know, th- th- there are bad ways that it could be done. For yeah, sure. definitely. Uh, and I mean, yeah, it is animated, so they can probably just keep going forever. It yeah. could be the longest take ever. What if they did the whole movie as one take? <laughs> The animated version of 1917. <laughs> It'd be pretty great. It would be awesome. It'd be pretty weird when they're like sitting on a boat for hours. <laughs> Luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of traveling in this movie. Yeah, it's, there it's, is. It's, it's a globe-trotting adventure movie. Yeah. You know, featuring a... Jimmy Olsen-esque uh, reporter and, and uh, a drunkard. So who came first, Tintin or Billy Batson? <laughs> Legitimate question. I, I, I know it is. <laughs> you know how I know it is? Because I also thought Billy Batson <laughs> threw out. Uh, 
I always thought it was weird that he was a kid reporter. Right? <clears throat> Although, Tintin, you know, seems to live alone in an apartment and uh, has a gun. Where are his parents? <laughs> this child is getting shot at and carrying a gun and lives on his own with his dog. Yep. Where where are his parents? In an impressive apartment, I should have been. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what, what he's getting paid for the reporting that he's doing. I mean, he is risking his life, apparently, so probably not enough. <laughs> he's, he is like Jimmy Olsen in that he is the only one that's keeping his newspaper afloat. <laughs> so they just pay him whatever. <laughs> so he can go out and get stories. <laughs> oh. I miss that series. I know, me too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, I didn't spend too long thinking about what his his yeah. home life was like because it really doesn't matter. <laughs> nope. Uh, apparently, he's got a landlady who is very protective of him. Yeah, uh, but also has kind of had enough of his bullshit. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the. Uh, I like that we're coming in late to his adventures, that it's not like an origin story or something. I would I'd probably hate this movie if it was an origin story. I don't know what a Tintin origin story looks like, right. unless it's about the tragic death of his parents sure. and how he adopts Snowy and blah, blah, blah. I mean, okay, I could handle uh, a, a Snowy adoption story. I would handle a Snowy solo movie. That too. <laughs> That I mean, dog is the real star of this movie. Yeah, at times. This is kind of almost a snowy solo movie. <laughs> uh, he, he is definitely the real hero of the movie, for sure. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, probably the only character in the movie with full awareness right. of what is happening around him. Yeah. Yeah, even, even Tintin, a lot of the times, is just sort of oblivious to yep. things. He, he is just stumbling into everything. Yeah. Uh, Snowy knows what's going on. Yeah. And he's cute. He is adorable. <laughs> I learned that, uh, the fur on a dog's face, like, around their muzzle and stuff that looks like a beard sometimes, yeah. is called furnishings. Okay. And, uh, Snowy has very cute furnishings. Yes, he does. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, my, my brother and his wife and his family got a dog. Uh, who has a lot of a lot of uh, long hair on on her muzzle, Aww. and uh, I guess the groomer told them those are called furnishings. All right, brain wrinkle. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, ten, ten, three, two, one. <laughs> Trigonometry gone. <laughs> well, when were you ever going to use it? Anyway? That's true. <laughs> I realized as I said it. <laughs> I don't care what a cosine is. <laughs> I mean, you're a writer and editor. Right. <laughs> There's no math involved. No, you're right, yeah. Very little math Very involved. Very little math involved. <laughs> uh, sorry to, to keep sidetracking, but that's what we do here. Uh, math? No. Uh, oh, sidetracking. Sidetracking. Yeah. Um, no apologies. Uh, Never apologize. I was uh, at my parents' house on Tuesday, which was Giving Tuesday. Yes. Uh, and my dad was watching the news, and they, they had 
various stories about you know different charities around you know the area that you can donate to, and uh, one of them was for a uh, a place that uh, trains. Uh, Assistant dogs? Yeah, is it uh, four paws for ability? That's it. Yep. Yes. Uh, Shout out to them. And uh, like they kept showing like a couple of the dogs that they were training, and then they, they looked like uh, labradoodles, and uh, they were all adorable. Uh, but they also kept showing like just one, like just like pure golden retriever, uh, who just was. Fucking adorable. Uh, <laughs> but at one point, they're showing footage of the, the golden retriever uh, just like flopping around on its back and just, just being playful and being loved. And the voiceover is like, some dogs just fail. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a dig. Right. <laughs> If that's failure, I don't want to succeed. (laughs) How were that dog's furnishings? Uh, They were adorable. Okay, good to know. Uh, And then uh, I was telling uh, my lady friend about this uh, yesterday. She knows a few people who have, like, like fostered a couple of the dogs that that, uh, come from there. And apparently, like, if they fail out of the, the class, like, then, like, they'll... Like let the fosters adopt the dog. Yeah, and she was like, "I want to do that, and then I want that dog to fail." Like, what is the incentive? <laughs> For me. I know, like bring the dog home and just teach it the worst habits possible. Right. <laughs> like you're only with them for an hour. You're with me for six and a half days. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, dogs are neat. Dogs are great. Snowy, <laughs> Snowy is uh, the best good boy. He's he's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the, the the other dog in the movie is also a pretty good boy too. Very good boy. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, just it's a delight of a movie. It's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I didn't expect anything heavy. Right. Uh, I did not get anything heavy, which is perfect. Right. Um, it's, yeah, it's just a really fun adventure mm. story. Um, yeah. yeah. Good time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, like, yeah, it's just, uh, maybe it's a little long, I'm not sure, but, uh. Also, I've been very tired. And, yeah, you know, was, was having some some issues. I was gonna say, do you want to play our favorite game? Did you fall asleep during this movie? I did not. Oh, you didn't. Okay, no, yeah. I could have sworn I looked over and you were asleep at one point. No. <laughs> Yawned a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I, I, was, uh, I had some some other issues happening though during the movie. Too, gotcha. So, yeah. Um. So so no, I did not fall asleep, but. Uh, uh, it's also harder to fall asleep when, when you're actually here. That's true. <laughs> no judgment. Do what you gotta do. Uh, I've fallen asleep here uh, while we've watched stuff. That is true. Uh, but if we had done this over Skype, uh, you know, then there would have been nothing to stop me from just pausing it. Right. <laughs> and taking a nap. <laughs> and then picking it back up later. Uh, which I probably 
probably would have done. Um, especially when, when the cat was curled up on me. Yeah. Uh, which is probably also part of why I kept yawning, because he, he was cuddly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a fun distraction. Yeah. Uh, like you said, it's it's not heavy, it's not dark. Uh, Andy Circus is great. Yeah. Jamie Bell, I don't know that I've seen him in other stuff. Uh, you've not seen Fan Four Stick? No, I haven't seen that one. Good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I did uh, the whole time, though, I was like, how did they animate Tom Holland into this movie? Because <laughs> he just looks like Tom Holland. So, I don't, I mean, so, like, with some of the characters, clearly they, they've taken the base of, of like the comics. Yeah. Uh, they, they did not do that with Tintin at all. Yeah. Because uh, Tintin has a very distinct look in the comics, and, and, and they, like, they even show it in the movie. Right. <laughs> Before we even see his face, we see comic book version of Tintin. I don't know how they would have done that. Like, it would have been terrifying. It would have been, yes. <laughs> Empty eyes. Yep. Uh, so while I was looking on Wikipedia, uh, Jamie Bell was the second actor, uh, who was chosen to play Tintin. Okay. Uh, the first actor, you know, when, when Spielberg first started filming this, um, or was, was going to, uh, who was originally cast. Uh, I can't even remember the actor's name, but like I clicked on him and looked at a picture of him. And I was like, oh, it, that's Tintin. <laughs> Aw. That's a bummer for that guy. Right? So I was like, did they just... They had already had the model built and just couldn't go back? <laughs> I mean, not like, you know... I guess a little bit at times. Like, I could kind of see Daniel Craig within the... the uh, uh, the villain's uh, yeah. eyes, at least. Yeah. Uh, but but Tintin, you know, just unrecognizable as a, as a human being. Most, sorry. No, yeah. Mm. Go ahead. Mostly I thought that uh, Saccharin looked like Steven Spielberg. <laughs> See, I thought uh, the, the, the shake okay. looked exactly like him. He okay. The round glasses. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably, yeah, that's closer. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, why are you putting yourself in your movies? Right? Multiple times. Well, Alfred Hitchcock. Right? Now he's got a movie about himself. Yeah, jeez. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's super good, too, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see it. <laughs> uh, what is your relationship with Steven Spielberg? Uh, I don't know him personally. I mean... Uh, <laughs> but I, we did commit crimes together. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde style. Um, no, I, uh, I enjoy his work. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know that I am, uh, I don't necessarily, like, I'm gonna go see the new Steven Spielberg movie. Right. Um, but, you know, the movies that he has made that I have seen, I have generally really enjoyed. Alright. How about you? I, I definitely went through a phase, you know, my, my pretentious asshole phase. <laughs> sure. Where it was just like, Steven Spielberg is kind of the worst. <laughs> He's just, you know, mass-marketed white bread for, for people, you know, making movies. 
just just you know middle of the road <laughs> you know just plain ham and cheese you know? right and I have definitely softened on that uh, over over the last couple of years uh, you know obviously you know I, I saw you know a lot of the classics you know as a kid uh, although I had never seen Jaws up until like three years ago yeah uh, yeah that's when I missed as a, as a younger <clears throat> younger lad as well um, and you know I watched it and I was like hey this pretty good movie yeah it turns out <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of slow at times but yeah. yeah otherwise good performances yeah uh, you know, it's, it, you know I, I'm, a, I'm a horror guy and then not much scares me and there's a genuine scare in that movie yeah you know? like I jumped <laughs> uh, he did Arachnophobia, right? Maybe he produced that one. I don't think he directed that. Okay, <clears throat> that's that's very possible. Uh, but but I feel like like that one like was also another one where like I jumped a lot during that. But that's just because I fucking hate spiders, right? <laughs> uh, and like I I had not seen I'd seen Temple of Doom and Last Crusade and. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, uh, but I had never seen Raiders. Oh wow! Up until like seven years ago. Wow. Uh, which I wound up seeing with with our pal Matt Brassfield. Okay. At uh, Englewood Cinemas. Wow, nice. <laughs> um, and and yeah, so so you know, I had seen you know quite a few of those, and of course, yeah, like like. I guess he was just more influential in the eighties. Like, like he produced a lot of stuff that like I wound up loving. Yeah. As a kid, but like did not actually direct. Uh, but the, the stuff he did direct, you know, like you know, hit or miss, I guess. Sure. Uh, but but uh, weirdly, I think the the one that turned it around for me that was just like okay, like. I, I gotta give him more credit than you know I had been uh, was when I watched AI okay uh, last year and it was incredibly good yeah uh, which just I don't know I guess I heard like a lot of bad things about it throughout mm-hmm. the years um, and it was just so and like definitely not a movie I would recommend to you I've seen AI I've seen AI yeah. AI yeah <laughs> Yeah, I saw that in the theater when that came out. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, you know, I wouldn't rewatch it if I were you. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a it, it fucking bummer. Yeah. It <laughs> truly is. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, I think that's what it's like, okay, you know, like, like I got to give him credit where it's due. Yeah. Uh, and so I've been a little more open about, you know, his work. And then I've still just. Like, there's stuff I've never seen, like, you know, mostly just, I guess, his dramas. Yeah, I was going to say that I think maybe my favorite of his movies is Munich. I've not seen it. It's so good. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've not seen that. I've not seen like, The Color Purple or... Uh, did he do Bridge of Spies? Or... I think he did do Bridge of Spies, okay. yeah. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan, yeah, Schindler's List, that. yep, yep, Jurassic Park. 
<laughs> also, similar vein trauma. <laughs> you know, oddly, you mentioned Jurassic Park, and, and that is, I think, what I point to the most when, when I think negatively about him. Really? Uh, mostly for the fact that, like, I saw it in the theaters when it came out, you know, 1993 or whatever that mm-hmm. was. And it is a technical marvel. And it is hard to believe that that movie came out back then, and there are movies being made now that look worse than it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but then, like when I saw it on video, because my mom rented it so my dad could watch it, because he didn't go to movie theaters. Uh, like watching it at home, like on a smaller screen with without the, the surround sound. Uh, just really made it disappointing. I can see it being underwhelming at home. Yeah, and I think and that's when I started noticing like all the sort of flaws of it. I guess. Gotcha. And, and I had also read the book by that point too, so you know, snotty fucking fourteen-year-old you know, <laughs> me, just like, well, the book is better. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, he's great. Yeah. He does good stuff. He does do good stuff. Yeah. I, 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 I do really want to see the Fablemans for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, hopefully eventually Tintin uh, 2, whether he or Peter Jackson makes it. That'd be awesome. I'd like to see Peter Jackson do something again. Yeah, I have no idea what he's doing right now. Yeah. Maybe he's doing doing pre-production on Tintin 2. I mean, if not, he should be doing pre-production on Dead Alive 2. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Raimi can occasionally make the return to horror, so can Peter Jackson. God yeah, damn it. that's fair. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe man. he's gonna do a remake of Bad Taste. <laughs> These are just things that I wish Peter Jackson would do. <laughs> you have lost me completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of his first movies. I figured. <laughs> uh, there, there is a, a nice nod to to Peter Jackson in the the script uh, when. Uh, Tintin and Snowy escape from their their cell uh, mm-hmm. on the ship, and, and uh, first meet Captain Haddock. Yeah, uh, Snowy like jumps on him like while, while he's sort of passed out in a drunken stupor, and he yells out that uh, it's a giant Sumatran rat, uh, and, and that is a uh, a hint to uh, Dead Alive. Oh wow! Okay, uh, or Brain Dead, or whatever you prefer to call it. Nice. Uh, the the. Uh, <laughs> But the, the entire plot of that movie hinges on a giant Sumatran rat monkey. Okay. Uh, who uh, attacks a woman and gives her a virus that turns her into a zombie. And then a uh, zombie outbreak, uh, per <laughs> usual as those things go. Sure, naturally. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's also uh, one of the most disgusting uh, and bloody movies ever made. <laughs> and I love it. All right. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tintin. Highly recommended. Definitely, yeah. I, I would... Uh, I could totally see myself just watching this on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, just hanging out at home. Yeah. It's a, it's a great, just fun movie. Um, yeah, like, like it's got action and adventure. It's hilarious. Yeah. 
Uh, it's got a cute dog. What else do you want? <laughs> Women. Oh yeah. Female characters. <laughs> sure. <what I> mean. <laughs> yeah. If, if there's, if I have a complaint about this. It's a Jenny complaint. It's that there are no women in this movie. <laughs> oh, what would a woman even do in this movie? Oh, man. A woman could be an Interpol agent. Oh, yeah. A woman could be one of the villains. I, uh, <laughs> I will... Uh, Etc. I, I, I don't... Because, you know, it had been 11 years or whatever since I'd last seen this. Uh, when... Haddock is having his sort of flashback in the desert to uh, his ancestor yeah. you know, fighting the pirates before we see Red Rackham. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that's going to turn out to be a woman. I thought that as well. It did not. It was not. <laughs> <sighs> maybe uh, next time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe Peter Jackson will, will throw some women in there. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Binders full of women. Uh, is anything uh, making you happy this week, Eric? Uh, the return of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That is nice. Um, other than that, uh, no, not really. All right. Yeah. Uh, we took a field trip earlier this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we went to the movies. That's right. That is a thing that made me happy. We saw Glass Onion. Yeah. Knives Out 2. <laughs> I guess. Not really. Yeah. Uh, the the new Benoit Blanc <coughs> mystery. I mean, I guess Ryan Johnson really painted himself into a corner, uh, calling the first one Knives Out. Uh-huh. Uh, it sort of feels like... Like, even before seeing Glass Onion, uh, like, I, I kept thinking about uh, the Pink Panther movies. Yeah. And how the first one is called Pink Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's... Basically, they all feature Inspector Cluzo. Yeah. Uh, and the second one is called A Shot in the Dark. And I don't know if, like, that one just didn't do as well as the Pink Panther, but every single one of them after that is, like, some sort of iteration of the Pink Panther. Yeah. Like, Pink Panther Strikes Again, Returns, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And and so I, I feel... Like, this movie is just called Glass Onion, I think. Yeah. But... People are throwing a Knives Out mystery at the end of it. Right. To sort of just like, hey, remember that movie you liked? <laughs> it's funny, the, the <clears throat> sort of similar situation with the Thin Man movies. Yeah. Uh, the first one is just called The Thin Man, yeah. and, uh, you know, neither Nick or nor Charles is The Thin Man. Right. Uh, it's about a character who is a Thin Man uh, that they're all looking for, and then all the other ones are just another Thin Man, after The Thin Man, etc., etc. Yeah. <laughs> Son of the Thin Man. <laughs> Bride of Thin Man. Because, <clears throat> um, like, even... So we... Uh, I, I texted you to see if you wanted to hang out last week before Thanksgiving, and, and you were busy, and you texted me back to ask if I wanted to see Glass Onion with you. And... Rather than just text you back, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I decided to look it up <laughs> and, and said to myself, what the fuck is a glass onion? Right. <laughs> and when I saw what it was, enthusiastically, you know, I wanted to go see it. But right. I had no idea. <laughs> like, 
like maybe a, like a year ago or so, I knew that that's what it was going to be called, but, yeah. but it, like never stuck with me, and I had no idea that it was coming to theaters at all. <laughs> like, like I think I had last heard that it was going to Netflix. And yeah, I just wrote it off at that. Yeah, and and sadly, as much as I loved Knives Out, it going directly to Netflix, I probably never would have watched Class Onion okay. on Netflix. Sure, just because. Everything that goes to Netflix is just instantly forgettable. Yeah, yeah. Stuff goes on Netflix and then just disappears. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm glad that you mentioned it, and, and I'm glad that they decided to put it out in theaters for a week. Right. Yeah. For some unfathomable reason. I feel like it's just so they can get Oscar nominations. Okay. Because movies are not eligible for Academy Awards if they're not theatrically released. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure that's all it is, but I don't know. Could be something else. Uh, but, like, it seems to be doing well. Yeah. And they should probably just release it to theaters. They probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the big thing I'm worried about is that, uh, there's not going to be a Blu-ray of it. I know, yeah, no, I would like to own this movie for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I already own the first one. I, I, you know, like to, you know, I'm a, I'm a collector at heart. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I like the ads for the Marvel movies when they come to video that are like, complete your Marvel collection. Like, they know who they're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, Marvel? I'm still never buying the Eternals. <laughs> Ever. If someone else bought me the Eternals, that'd be okay. Or if I found it for five dollars. Even then. Wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, given to me, maybe I'd keep it. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably just turn around and sell it. I have to complete my collection. <laughs> I will say, I bought uh, Thor Love and Thunder on Blu-ray uh, a couple weeks ago. Nice. And uh, it, it had the slipcover. Normally, like, I don't care about the slipcovers. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, Thor Ragnarok, I, I still have a slipcover on that one. Yeah. Uh, but this one had, like, a big-ass Walmart sticker right on front of it. <sighs> and uh, it, it was not one of those easy peel labels. And as soon as it tore and left residue, I was just like, okay, I'm done. That sucks. I had to throw it away. Which, like, I know people go crazy for slipcovers. Yeah. And, like, will sell them separately on eBay for insane amounts of money. Yeah. For a piece of cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if there's a black market for counterfeit slipcovers. I feel like there has to be. Probably. I have often thought, you know, because... I, I own some Blu-rays where I just I don't like the cover art. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's like, can I make my own cover? You know, with like the original poster or whatever. Yeah, because you know, uh, they they just chose like generic face, and it's like, but the original poster is so much better. Yeah, or, you know, or fan art even. Would yeah, be so much better. Uh, but I don't want to go to that much. <laughs> when I was like twenty, I probably would have. Sure. But uh, I'm old now. <laughs> I got I got other stuff to do. Right. Uh, well, on the topic of other stuff to do, <laughs> do you want to pick a movie for next time? I would like to. Uh, I would like to uh, keep in the animation vein. Okay. And uh, uh, we we talked about this a while while back. 
so I don't know if you've actually seen it or not since then, but uh, if not, I would like to watch the original uh, from like 1987, 86, G.I. Joe the movie. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, uh, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I don't believe it is. Uh, I do own it on Blu-ray. Excellent. And DVD. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> well, it, it was a combo. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, but... But, Less impressed. Uh, the, the, the impressive part of that is, though, is that it is in two different formats on each disc. Interesting. Uh, okay. The The Blu-ray is in widescreen, as it was originally meant to be. Uh, the DVD is in standard 4x3, because that's how most people remember seeing it sure. as a kid. Yeah, I'm sure that's how I saw it as a kid. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, I'm psyched to watch this movie. <laughs> Excellent. I fucking love this movie. Yeah, but you haven't seen it. I, I have seen it. Oh, okay. I, right. I saw it when I was a kid. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. All right. No, I fucking love this movie. Excellent. Let's do this. I haven't seen this probably since I was like 10. Nice. <laughs> I haven't seen this probably since I was like 30. Okay. <laughs> Wait, when did Scott Pilgrim come out? Uh, 2012? I want to say? Okay, so I was probably, like, in my early 30s. Okay. Because for some reason I remember distinctly, I bought after, because you and I saw Scott Pilgrim, uh, like, at a sneak preview. Yes. And and I knew nothing about it going into it, uh, and and came out of it loving it, and immediately went to eBay, or not eBay, to Amazon, and bought all six of the books. Yeah. And... G.I. Joe the movie on Blu-ray. <laughs> nice. Oh, what a great day on Amazon. <laughs> Said by Amazon warehouse workers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, G.I. Joe the movie. <laughs> Looking forward to it next week. Next week, goodbye. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll be next week for you, listener. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Yo, Joe. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. You